the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Abraham Lincoln warned that the philosophy of the schoolroom in one generation will be the philosophy of government in the next. Would you like to know what's being taught in today's classrooms? Welcome to Say What? with attorney Mark Schneider and Pastor George Roska Jr. They'll explore the issues facing children, parents, and society as a result of the public schools and the forces behind them. Say What? is the radio program of Protect Our Kids, which seeks to inform and equip concerned citizens about the looming crisis in American education. So listen in as your hosts, Mark Schneider and George Roska Jr., unpack the issues and organizations affecting our children. And now here's your hosts, Mark Schneider and George Roska Jr. Hello everyone, I'm George Roska. And I'm Mark Schneider. And we want to welcome you to today's episode 94 of Say What, where we talk about the threats to our children in the public school system, including the truth that our nation's schools are infected with sex and gender indoctrination as we started mentioning this in episode 93. That's right, George. This is a continuation of uh, last week, and uh, we want to remind people, as we did last week, that while most people um, have some awareness of what's going on in the public schools regarding uh, what we call the triple threat, uh, sex and gender theory, uh, critical race theory, social-emotional learning that are corrupting our children starting at a very early age. Um, most parents still, by instinct, particularly if they're stuck in the system, the natural inclination, George, is to want to minimize what's going on. Uh, it's hard to deal with such stark reality, particularly when it's affecting your own family and your children. So as parents, you know, we feel kind of helpless and we, we don't know what we can do about it. So we just kind of want to avoid the problem by not really understanding the extent of it. And Mark, one thing that I think you and I have learned is that um, the problem is actually worse than what we know. Much worse than what we know. And we started this conversation last week. Um, This is the beginning of a new year. It's 2023. And we thought it's needful for our listeners to understand the extent of corruption, not just in our public schools, but in our culture at large and the different forces that have all come together to cause this to happen. So, Mark, we talked about, we covered the government, right? We talked a lot about the CDC last week and what they're pushing and then other sectors of the government. We also talked about the teachers union and we covered all of the ways that the teachers union is pushing uh, this triple threat onto our kids, but especially the sex and gender indoctrination. And we want to continue our conversation today by taking it into a different angle, an angle that when I first started reading in this, I was shocked. I never saw this coming. I never saw it coming from the the, the smartest people in the room, so to speak. Yeah, it's so uh, concerning, George. Uh, 
we, we talked about the Biden administration and the federal edicts that uh, have given guidelines uh, across the entire federal government to advance uh, sex and gender theory uh, across our entire society. Then we talked about uh, the National Educators Association, the California Teachers Association, the American Federation for Teachers, who are all working in concert to push this ideology on our entire culture, particularly in the public schools. And But there's another organization, and that's the medical establishment. Yes, and so we have the American Medical Association, and then its cousin, which is the APA, the American uh, Psychological Psychological. Association. Yeah, so this is from the City Journal, a very well-respected publication that uh, uh, very authoritative figures write for. This is uh, from last October. Uh, And the article was entitled, Suppression Campaign. The American Medical Association asked the federal government to prosecute critics of radical gender medicine. Last week, the American Medical Association, the Children's Hospital Association, and the American Academy of Pediatrics sent a letter to U.S. Attorney General Merrick Garland requesting that the Department of Justice, quote, take swift action to investigate and prosecute high-profile users on social media who have allegedly created, quote, a campaign of disinformation against children's hospitals that offer what's called now gender-affirming health care. George, notice the use of these words. Yeah. You know, how innocuous, how affirming, gender-affirming health care, leading to threats and harassments, including a bomb threat hoax at Boston Children's Hospital. And I'm pretty sure that the, these high-profile users on social media that they're referring to are probably people like Matt Walsh, uh, who has gone out on a campaign uh, to, you know, disprove all of these, you know, I'll call them silly, um, you know, s- silly n- non-scientific things. But um, he's he's done a wonderful job of really in layman terms, talking about these issues. Uh, Christopher Rufo is another one. He's with the Manhattan Project. He writes regularly for the City Journal and often posts articles on this subject. These are very credible people. But the, the Journal article goes on to say that, that this letter that, that was written by the AMA and its, its proxies uh, to the Justice Department poses some significant problems. First, the medical associations obscure the radical nature of so-called gender-affirming care. The basic facts which have caused justifiable public outrage are well established. According to the medical literature, American doctors have been administering puberty blockers, hormone therapies, and experimental gender surgeries on minors, including double mastectomies for girls, which involves surgically removing the breast, and vaginoplasties for boys, which involves surgically removing the male parts and turning the tissue into an artificial female part. Say what? Despite what trans activists have insisted, the medical evidence to support these procedures for minors is thin, weak, and contested. In fact, George, medical authorities in Europe have recently turned against 
many of these practices, including the United Kingdom, Sweden, Finland, and France. They've all taken steps recently to pull back on transgender medical treatments for seemingly gender dysphoric children. Yes, and actually Sweden was the last latest one to make that change, and I just saw that a couple of weeks ago. And it, it's just absolutely mind-blowing how one of the most um, LGBTQ-affirming societies. They were on the vanguard for, for many, many years. Yeah. And now after 20, 30 years of advancing this agenda, they have realized the harm it's actually doing to their society. And they're taking steps to correct. Uh, hopefully it's not too late. But America... We're just at the cusp of continuing to promote this stuff. The AMA also provides no evidence or even a working definition of what they mean by, quote, disinformation. Also, the call to, quote, investigate and prosecute journalists, activists, and citizens critical of racial, of radical gender medicine is wholly contrary, George, to the principles of the Bill of Rights, including the First Amendment. Uh, Critics of radical gender medicine should remember that we, those who oppose gender-affirming care, are in fact the underdogs in this public fight. In fact, the AMA has a $460 million annual budget, and the Attorney General has the entire federal law enforcement apparatus at his disposal. So if the AMA believes that puberty blockers, hormone treatments, and genital surgeries are the best treatments for gender dysphoric minors, let them defend those practices in public, not silence or jail their critics. Amen, Mark. And in fact, uh, the freedom of speech, your very first amendment, is something that uh, is pretty unique to America. And we could see how, again, the Marxist roots of an overtaking um, of all of these uh, different uh, organizations within the medical establishment is, again, poking and chipping away at our freedom of speech. And it's not just the American Medical Association. You mentioned earlier, George, the American Psychological Association. Um, A report from the Capital Researcher wrote an article, said it's lost its mind. When the American Psychological Association, the APA, published its guidelines for psychological practice with boys and men in August of 2018, few paid attention to the dry academic piece. It instructed therapists and clinicians to treat traditional masculinity, defined as stoicism, competitiveness, dominance, and aggression, as on the whole harmful and entirely socially constructed. A 2012 study found that of 800 psychologists surveyed, only 6% identified themselves as conservative. Wow. 6%. And I I bet we see that over and over in every single one of the other associations of the medical establishment. Uh, I I don't think there's any debate on that. And, you know, aside from the the groups that we've already talked about, federal and state government, the unions, the, the major medical and psychological associations, George, we haven't even talked, touched on the other special interest groups that are advancing the gender cult across the country. 
like Planned Parenthood. Yeah, you have the Human Rights Campaign. You have SECUS, the Sexuality Information and Education Council of the United States. Uh, We mentioned Gelson here. Um, And and all together, they comprise this veritable army of sexual activists dedicated to corrupting the innocence of our kids. They do indeed. So this begs the question, what have the results been? So, George, what you and I did is we just took a bunch of uh, articles from around the country just in the last few months. So this is an ancient history. Um, again, this is to parents who might be thinking, well, it's not happening in my backyard or my school or my school district. Well, let's just take some anecdotes from around the country, and they all add up to tell the same story. Yeah. Here's one from October of uh, last year from WorldNet Daily. This is from Montgomery County, Maryland. Okay, so on the East Coast. Non-binary student numbers go up a staggering 582%. Maryland was among the first locations in the nation to create all-gender restrooms in public buildings. Students also are asked if their parents are aware of their perspective and if they support it in student surveys. Wow. So they've been pushing this for a while. Non-binary student numbers up. 582%. So that's Maryland. The next report is from here, uh, close to where we live, George. Yeah, in Las Vegas, we had two Las Vegas parents uh, who sued their daughter's school district after the 15-year-old was made to memorize and read out loud a sexually explicit monologue in front of her theater class. I mean, this is crazy you're doing this to a to a young girl yeah the the parents uh condra and tyrell evans filed the fifty thousand dollar lawsuit against the clark county school district i think it's the biggest in in nevada and its superintendent dr jesus yada alleging they engaged in quote unlawful grooming and abuse of a minor over the assignment which they characterized as pornographic material they say their unnamed daughter a student at the las vegas academy of arts was made to perform a monologue that was written by a fellow student in which a narrator came out as a lesbian and talked about not liking male parts. Say what? In fact, it doesn't actually say that. It's much more descriptive. We can't repeat it on the air. The passage was so lewd, George, that Mrs. Evans microphone was cut off as she read it aloud during a school district board meeting last spring. And she was admonished for violating the board's decorum (laughs) rules. And yet it's being pushed on her children in the public schools. Well, the monologue that the 15-year-old performed involved a woman telling her ex-boyfriend that she was a lesbian, described how she never liked his male parts or having sex with him, and that she'd begun sleeping with a college uh, roommate. In addition to reading the monologue aloud, the girl was made to act it out in front of the class. Ah, man, this is so Orwellian. I mean, 15 years old. 15-year-old girl to do this and to force her to do something like this. So I guess what happens in Vegas stays in 
in Vegas, uh, except when parents decide to get involved and uh, sue the school district. And now it's happening to our school children. But it doesn't end there, George. We got more news from the Chicago area. We have a high school uh, literacy coach who recently recorded a video of herself in which she admits to indoctrinating the students in her charge. Uh, This is the Crete Monee High's Heather Marie Goodbout, a member of the school's equity team, uh, also rips, quote, right-wing conspiracy theorist nut jobs in her video and notes she is opposed to traditional grading policies because grades get conflated with other things that are, aren't actually learning, like effort or work ethic, whatever that means. Yeah, quote, all you right-wing conspiracy theorists nut jobs who seem to think the teachers are out there just indoctrinating children into some sort of woke agenda that you can't actually define, I'm just going to come clean, good bout says. I am, in fact, indoctrinating your children. I'm indoctrinating them. You're 100% right. That's out of Chicago, Illinois. In response to a commentator who asked why she appears so angry, Goodbout says she believes conservatives are, quote, legitimately trying to bring down our democracy, create a Christian nationalist theocracy, and literally unalive people. Thus, they are not worthy of our respect. Say what? What, what does unalive mean? <laughs> I mean, we, we laugh about this, but, but this is the mindset now that, that's taken over huge sectors of our public school system. And this reminds me, George, of the San Francisco Gay Choir um, uh, a couple of years ago in which they publicly celebrated that they were coming after our children. That website has since been taken down. Or the queer activist Daniel Villarreal, who admitted they accuse us of exploiting children. And in response, we say, no, we're not going to make kids learn about homosexuality. We swear. But let's face it, he admitted, that's a lie. Bingo. Bingo. Um, And in fact, it it continues uh, in Illinois from the College Fix, um, another article Um, where LGBTQ ideologies are being embedded into biology lessons to help validate queer identity. So now we're starting to see these activists come into the STEM field, um, a place where we thought was probably the safest place and not in the, the liberal arts side. We, we, we hope that would be the case, but activists within STEM are demanding that biology be more welcome to LGBTQ students by doing more to affirm their identities, even, George, if that means overhauling how several important topics are taught. Earlier this year, a group of scholars detailed in an article several ways instructors could, quote, diversify biology lessons, the most notable being to, quote, teach diversity first and use inclusive language. This advice was doled out by Project Biodiversity, an effort once supported by the National Science Foundation that serves as a repository for gender-inclusive teaching materials for biology instructors. Get this. Female anatomy organs should be replaced with, quote, egg-conducting and gestational 
organs. Mother and father should be swapped for egg parent and sperm parent, respectively. In an article published on the website, the National Science Teaching Association, a trio of science teachers from Bio-Inclusive Biology, an organization similar to Project Biodiversity, but with a focus on K-12 through education, have suggested teachers and students co-create substitutes for problematic words. And we have some examples, don't we? Instead of using women produce eggs, say ovaries produce eggs. Okay. <laughs> Instead of women, say gestational parent. I mean, it, it almost sounds like we're, we're referring to these people as animals now. Instead of male, sec, say XY individual. Yeah. And we have a, uh, our listeners can't see this, obviously, but we have a chart, you know, that, that points all this out in vivid detail. So we've gone from the East Coast to the Midwest, Midwest, and now we're back on the West Coast. Here's an article uh, just last month from the Daily Mail. In Washington State, a mom slams a woke school therapist for socially transitioning her daughter 10 years old. Teachers let the little girl use the boy's restroom and a fake name after she was influenced to be transgender. Washington, in fact, has banned conversion therapy and allows children to dictate the terms of their own care without parental consent. In fact, since January 1 of 2022, under the, quote, gender-affirming treatment act in Washington, the state will legally cover sex reassignment surgery for insurance purposes under Medicaid. The same law removes the necessity of parent permission for sex reassignment surgery on teenagers so that parents won't even know, George, until it's too late. One teacher there went so far as to suggest that the mom's little girl be assigned to a boy's cabin at a camp. Say what? This just gets completely crazier and crazier. And so um, just like in Washington, we're going to bring it here to California. Yeah. And in California, uh, again, an article from last month from the Daily Mail, a woke teacher who identifies as trans demi boy non-binary boasts on social media about teaching children about gender and pronouns using gender-fluid stuffed unicorns and narwhals. Uh, Sky Tooley told TikTok followers how fifth graders at Saturn Street Elementary in L.A. are taught using the bizarre methods. Uh, Tooley told the 13,000 people who follow him on social media that there are many more genders out there in the universe using a stuffed toy to demonstrate. Quote, children are very much ready for these topics and are way more accepting than adults when it comes to discussing these topics and talk about gender, gender assumptions, pronouns, and all things. And it is child development appropriate and age appropriate, the teacher insisted while while writing various pronouns on a classroom, classroom flip chart. Yeah, we actually uh, had intended to play a video uh, where the the teacher talks about this uh, himself. We don't we don't have time for this, but you can go to this article. You know, it's on the Daily Mail. Uh, you you can look it up uh, yourself. It goes back to uh, a December third. And George, unfortunately, we're about out of time here. This just is the tip of the iceberg. 
We have hundreds of stories like these from across the country, all saying the same thing, that the forces at work from federal government to state government, uh, with, with rare exception, the teachers unions, now the established medical and psychological associations, activist teachers are systematically corrupting our public school children. And parents don't think that if you're in a deep red state, you are not prone to this. In fact, we're working with people in deep red states, if Tennessee, Texas, Florida, you find it everywhere. So be on the lookout. Uh, go to POK's website at protectourkidsnow.org to get more information. We have videos. We have brochures. We, Mark and I can come and speak to your group. Uh, there's also a donate button to help us continue uh, doing what we do here, um, all on a volunteer basis. Um, so thank you very much uh, to all of our listeners for listening and sharing our content. Until next time. We look forward to being with you. You've been listening to Say What? The radio ministry of Protect Our Kids, where they seek to inform and equip concerned citizens about the crisis in American public education and the forces working against our children. Join us at this same time every Saturday as attorney Mark Schneider and Pastor George Roska Jr. unpack the issues so that we can better safeguard our nation's children. For more information about this program or Protect Our Kids, email the show at info at protectourkidsnow.org. That's info at protectourkidsnow.org. And join Mark and George right here next week at this same time for another episode of Say What? Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.